It's a fact that if you're alive today, you're dealing with stress. But did you know there are actually three different kinds of stress? Join me on today's show where I got Dr. James to sit down and go through the three types of stress that we all have to deal with and learn how you can cope with it even better. Welcome, everybody. It's the Movement is Medicine show. I got Dr. James in the house. Dr. James, what is up? What's going on, Barry? Thanks for having me. Hey, man. Thanks for being here. And thanks for being willing to jump into today's topic because I think it's a really powerful one. And it's it's all about stress, right? We all deal with it. Everyone does. Everyone living today. It's a, it's a part of our like human biology. It's part of our... And there's good stress, bad stress, right? And we want to get into those distinctions between that today, but we're also going to talk a little bit about some of the stresses. It's not really good or bad. It's just stress we have to tolerate because the fact of the matter is uh, all kinds of things happen to us in our life, right? Some are good, some are intentional, some are some are negative and unintentional, and all of these different things can create different reactions for us physiologically, you know, mentally, et cetera. So we're going to explore that a little bit today. Absolutely. I think, uh, I think it's a good topic for everyone to listen to and uh, trying to figure out those good and bad like kind of coping mechanisms as well. Um, how you how you deal with them, how you handle it. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to like diving into this. Let, let's start off with the easy <laughs> stuff, right? Because it's easy to start with the positive stressors. Let's start maybe with our conversation there. Just, you know, let's give some examples of kind of stuff that people can think of when they're thinking about positive stress, good stress, productive stress. What immediately comes to your mind? What immediately comes to my mind for like those positive stressors where I think even if you like think about the word stress, you, your mind goes to the ne- like the negative, right? It's like, how can stress be positive? But you know, when you're working out and you're choosing that to do, choosing that every day, um, putting your body through a workout, um, getting your heart rate up, working out your muscles, that is a choice that you make um, that can have like positive effects for your body. Um, cold water, like immersion or therapy, like cold showers, or if you're going to go jump into the sound, anything like that. It's like you're getting out of your comfort zone. Um, but again, that is your choice. And then there's all these positive benefits. For the right, night. right, exactly. And I even think about positive stressors, like learning a new skill, um, or going to going to school or a class or taking a course or putting yourself in say, you know, new but uncomfortable social social situations or pushing yourself in a particular way, say at work or in your career. Those things they're putting you in a state where it can be uncomfortable, mm-hmm. you know, but you can handle it. And mm-hmm. ultimately, it's there to drive a positive impact in your life, right? Yeah, it's not spilling over into other aspects of your life. Um, you're not you're not having that like sense of anxiety or anything. Um, you're choosing to challenge yourself. You're choosing to push yourself. Um, like you say, put yourself out there and kind of like um, make yourself uncomfortable a little bit. Um, but that's all so that you can grow. Yeah, and this is a good concept, right? Because when I mean all of this, think when we think about the word stress usually is a negative connotation when we think about the word growth it has a positive connotation but the fact of the matter is to grow oftentimes requires a, a fair amount of pain challenge discomfort um some blood sweat and tears exactly man, man. yeah totally <laughs> especially we know that that's it. whether you have a physical goal and you say you want to you know gain strength or speed or something or whether you have a career goal or whether you have a relationship goal like you want to be a better dad better mom or whatever you're trying to find that significant other for yourself all of these things require growth to to get the ultimately what we want and that can be uncomfortable and those are positive stressors absolutely yeah so let's talk about this in between category because you know rather than jump to just the negative or toxic stressors Let's talk about these. this category of stress that maybe falls in the middle that we're calling tolerable stresses. I think we just coined that. We might need to trademark it, but I like it. I think so too, yeah, <laughs> exactly. We, we like to call these, these are tolerable stresses. So these are, these are stressors that you can handle 
but they're not necessarily things that you would choose as examples. As examples, like injuries, something that something that happens to you. So it might be a choice to go do that, but then something negative happens. So say you're skiing, you know, shout out Dr. Annie, and you blow your knee out. Playing rugby, shout out Dr. Lee, hurt your shoulder. So things that happen to you, but maybe it was that choice to go do something that you loved in the first You might have been doing something that was a positive stressor or or even something that was didn't even have stress. It was just a, it's a positive, cool thing. And yeah, something bad happens while you're doing that. And then you're forced to pivot, you know, so. And now you have to deal with a lot of stuff, right? But it's it's something you can, you can handle it. it may be super uncomfortable. It may be psychologically or physiologically, mentally, emotionally, you know, it might be very difficult. Um, but it's not creating an overflow of negativity or spillover in your life. I think that spillover is the big part, right? It's not affecting other other areas, whether that's like work, uh, relationships, family. It's not you're not feeling trapped, which I think we're going to get into with those with those negative or toxic stressors. So those tolerable stressors, um, you know, whether it be an injury that happened to you, a big project at work, uh, some physical stressors, right? Now. You know, we said working out is one of those positive stressors, but all of a sudden you're you're training for a marathon or an Ironman, um, trying to get that spot on the varsity squad, pushing yourself a little bit harder than, you know, you thought possible, um, where you kind of break yourself down a little bit, but it's tolerable. Yeah, and with, with tar- tolerable, tolerable stresses, <laughs> um, I think one of the key things there is looking at ways that you can help mitigate some of that additional pressure you're putting on yourself, right? So there, you know, it's looking at things like self-care, making sure you get adequate downtime recovery, you know, looking at from that emotional standpoint that let's say you are dealing with something like an injury that you're building a team of support professionals, of doctors, therapists, potentially having that community, uh, that community, right? So it's like you, you don't have to do it alone especially when you're in this tolerable stress situation where it's intense, that's where you're looking to, yeah, is there mentors, account, accountability buddies, yet, you know, therapists, like, yeah, that support structure to help you continue to be in that place and perform at a high level and continue to push yourself. That's our number one coping mechanism for a tolerable stress situation. Definitely. And then there's others, like how else are you dealing with, uh, that stress, um, in a good positive way, you know, it could be reading a book, um, having a creative outlet. So, you know, say you're, you're walled up with a shoulder injury or like a knee injury, but like you got two or three other good limbs. Uh, there's things that you can do, um, you know, create, like play, play an instrument. If that is something that you have, if you're an artist, like draw a picture, um, different ways that you can kind of take some of that negativity, some of that stuff that happened to you. And again, pivot. I like that word right now, pivot and Turn it into a positive, um, cleaning the house, gardening, cooking, helping others, things like that. Absolutely. It's it's that whole idea of uh, moving out of that feeling of, of limitation and into the possibility of what can you do in order to move forward, right? So I think pivot's a good word. I think learning to see, well, you know, if I can't do the things that I have been doing or I'm in a very challenging situation and I need to dig deep, what are some other sources of inspiration, motivation, connection? You know, digging deep into your why's journaling can be a really powerful coping mechanism when you're dealing with a bunch of tolerable stressors um, to really kind of tap into your deeper like reasons of why you're doing it and to keep yourself going. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, in this category, you can do it. Don't feel like you need to do it alone. Mm-hmm. 
know, get help to support you. Yeah, I like that. Now, the final types of stressors that we're going to talk about are the ones that I think immediately come to mind for most of us when we hear that word stress, and that is toxic stressors. So let's talk about some examples of what we would consider to be toxic stressors. Those toxic stressors, I think the ones that we're going to hit on today are going to be like any kind of chronic pain. I mean, this is a health podcast, so like any kind of chronic pain that you may be having, whether it's low back pain, uh, frozen shoulder, something like that you used to maybe just deal with, um, but now is affecting you day to day. And it's been months, years, um, and you're not able, you're feeling trapped. You're you're not able to get out of that uh, cycle, cycle, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's ultimately spilling over into other aspects of your life now. Um, and you, you may feel alone um, and you just don't know how to ask for help or, or what exactly to do. And then you may be, you know, feeling down on yourself and um, choosing some poor coping mechanisms um, to kind of just numb numb that feeling of, of feeling trapped. Yeah, I think the key distinction here is we're looking at toxic stressors. You know, it's moved past your ability to handle it, whether, you know, physiologically, mentally, emotionally, you know, and it's creating real negativity in your life that you can actually see and point to. It might be like physically limited mobility or access, inability to do things you want to do. You know, inability to feel emotions that you normally have felt in the past, like joy or happiness or connection. Um, you know, and and then to your point, you know, you'd be looking at lifestyle things and you say, "Wow, I've I've created coping mechanisms or built habits to help myself feel better, but those things are are ultimately not really moving me out of a negative or toxic place." No, they're just kind of keeping you. Yeah, there, right? this could be, you know, this could be too much social media, too much. TV, Netflix, this well, we're indulging in general. Yeah, like, right? different, you know, drinking. rich foods, drinking too much, getting high all the time. Yeah. And just whatever the trying things. to distract yourself, numbing yourself yep. totally. Um, so this is one where clearly, you know, the key thing is, is identifying that you are in a toxic stress situation yep. and then asking, what do you need to do to get help? Yeah. Because this is one for sure where oftentimes you know, we need help to get out of that place of being stuck and, and kind of trapped in whatever that cycle is. And I think this turns back to like having that community or having those people that you you trust in your life. And if it's gotten to that point where like you're feeling alone or you don't have that community present, um, reaching out because those people are still there, even though it might not seem like it. Um, so whether, you know, you're in a in a poor relationship or in a negative workplace environment, like don't be afraid to to ask for help or even if it's someone like totally out of your life, you know, like getting uh getting that mental help, you know, talking to a therapist um, or a licensed, you know, trained professional. Absolutely. I mean, I think about, you know, so many of the you know, deep, dark places we find ourselves in as people and, and feeling so alone, feeling trapped, feeling stuck there. Um, and oftentimes help is a phone call away. It's a text message away. You know, it's an online booking away. Uh, we have people who come into the clinic who have been dealing with significant, chronic, debilitating pain for years and years and years uh -huh. and have gone through numerous different specialists and treatment plans before they find their way here. And we're able to help them. And it's without without question, one of the things that we hear over and over again, when a, someone's in that situation is, I wish I would have found you guys sooner. Sooner. Yep. And it's such a special feeling when, you know, we finally get to experience that and get to that place and get to help 
that that patient out um you know and kind of circling back on pain or whether it's like a chronic pain like oftentimes pain is just not just physical as well like it can all this stress that we're talking about that can build that can, that can play a role into what you're feeling uh physically and physiologically totally yeah and somebody you know you might be listening and thinking well cool i mean i get it that's all makes sense you guys are sports doctors but i'm hurting in other ways or whatever but to your point to dr james's point when you come in to to see us at head to toe or you know whatever that that issue is typically it's mobility movement related right that gives us opportunity to kind of get into that some of that dialogue and one of the things that we really have done here is built also a community of providers right so if you're ever in the clinic and you're getting treatment and you're dealing with some other things um, or you and you want some recommendations on on trusted advisors that we have and trusted medical professionals we have within our, our network you know we really do know some of the absolute best practitioners within our local area here who do phenomenal jobs in their specialties. And I think about some of the naturopaths we have and some of the vari- a variety of different specialists that, that we know. So we can help you find that person too, uh, point you in the right direction anyways, or at least into some resources. But at, at the end of the day, you're not alone. And there is a community waiting to help you find a solution for whatever that toxic stress is in your life. Yes. Yeah. And I think, you know, big, big keys here, just trying to identify those stressors in your life, whether they are positive, toxic, or tolerable, um, being able to distinguish where those lie within those kind of three categories, um, what you're doing to kind of work through them, um, and if you need to like yeah, ask ask for a helping hand or not. I 100% agree with that, and I would say, in addition, you know, if you don't feel like you have enough positive stressors, it's a great time to add a couple of those in. Heck yeah. You know, and at the same time, if you feel like you're, you have too many tolerable or those, some of those tolerable stresses are turning into toxic stressors to, to James's point. That's where you want to get help and where you want to find some ways to support yourself in that, in that goal. But we're here for you. If there's anything we can do, um, we, we love to serve, right? And we're absolutely equipped to help you get to a space physically where you're able to do the things you want to do until the next time we'll see you on the movement is medicine show.